You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. So Yabs is moving to New York City? What? Oh, you know, I saw that, and I feel like this is the third time he's announced he's moving. Yeah. But I, I guess if you make a Facebook event about it, then it's it official. It has to be official. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, all right, congratulations. Yeah. No, but then I noticed in the date it said, like, TBD. TBD. Yes. <laughs> ABC, TBD. TBD. The East Coast family. <laughs> Never skipped a beat. No. While cruising on South Street, Ooh. jet black bands, plenty of friends, and all the Philly steaks you can eat. <laughs> I'm impressed you know that. I, dude, Motown, I fucking love Boys to Men. Yeah. That's something that maybe you don't know. Maybe you, the listeners, don't know about me. I love me some fucking Boys Have to Men. Have you ever done that karaoke? Yeah, with Yabs. That's why it made me oh. think of it. <laughs> and we and fucking, we killed. come full circle. We killed. Well, it's we hard it. to, to fuck that up. I it's very hard. It's to a crowd pleaser. Yeah, that's true. Just like Not a lot of people do that. You're under pressure. Under pressure, or when I did somebody to love at the Supernatural. Convention. Oh yeah, I remember that, seeing that, that video that I bring out like every two weeks because <laughs> I'm like, guys, it's my Al Bundy moment. And it's like <laughs> I fucking went up there and I thought I was gonna fail and I killed. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. This is the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. Whatever the case may be, mm. our mission here, if we choose to accept Should it, we choose to accept it, and we do every week. Uh, for like the past what two hundred weeks <laughs> we've, yeah. we've done well, this. Well, you maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have some hiatus. Hi- hiatus. Oh, well, I've had hi- Hades. How do you, how do you what's <laughs> Haitians? The, what's the we've plural, had some Haitians. The plural of hi- hiatus. I think it's hiatus. Is it? Yeah. It's not hiatuses. I don't think so. Hiatus. Jeff, check that out. <laughs> Uh, but whatever the case may be, we will watch these movies and come back here and dissect it, analyze it with each other and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, who we invite to talk back to us uh, on Facebook. Just put the Editing Bay in the search bar, find the one with the bleeding eyes, and that's where you could talk back to us, uh, but not really in real time. So we're never going to answer you in the podcast, but maybe we'll answer you on the boards. Although, what if we did answer somebody in the podcast? What if they were thinking of a question? That would be fucking amazing. And we sit. So at some point in this podcast, we should just like answer a question. Yeah. And and maybe we'll blow somebody's mind. 42. There you go. That's the answer to everything. Mm-hmm. The truth. The, what is it? Also the, Jackie Robinson's life, number. It right? is Jackie Robinson's number. No, it's number. 41, isn't it? No. That was, I think that was Mickey Mantle. Wasn't no. that Mickey Mantle? I don't know. Baseball. Bisabudo. <laughs> it's the uh, it's America's favorite pastime, Joel. <laughs> but no, I, yeah. now I don't know. Now you've got me drawing a blank. Um, dude, we took Harper to a baseball game. We oh, I saw those pictures. Oh my she's god, she's adorable. She's, uh, she well, okay, she's so, turning into a little person. You know she, that she totally is. That's what babies do. She I totally know that, is. But. Uh, we took her to because I had to work the Texas Motor Speedway race a few weeks back, uh-huh. and we got this one picture of her, and she's in. The, we're in the pit area, getting yeah. ready to throw the flag out for the national anthem, and she's Sarah's carrying her, and I'm just taking some pictures, and I come at her with the camera, I'm like, ah, I do this face, and she'll do it back to me, yeah, and she totally did. I snapped a picture of it. It's my favorite picture. She was of her. rocking her metal face, dude. Yes, like if, if, if all she needs is her hands and doing the little devil symbol too, and oh she's like a gosh. full on metal. Head. It is amazing. But then we took her to the baseball game hmm. and she's starting to learn how to like clap. And so Aww. she was kind of like sitting there while the game's going. And she's just like <laughs> doing that. And like everybody around was like, oh, she's so gorgeous. She's, she's really so cute. She, uh, yeah. and she's a chill baby too. We were talking afterwards just about 
all the noises and the we're at that hibachi grill where mm. feet oh, inches away from her face is just like flaming shrimp and the guys a lot of sensory overload going yeah. on between the twelve of us and uh-huh. that guy flipping his shrimp into his hat. Yeah, and, uh, and she, she was just totally cool. Took with it, it like a champ. I mean, she like every other baby when she's time it's ready for a changing or she starts getting hungry, she starts to get a little you know a little finicky, a little fussy. Well, but I do that. But I know. Uh, <laughs> I shit my pants. <laughs> Somebody's got to change me. That's right. Uh, wow, I don't know where to go from this. Jenna, come here. <laughs> oh, God. I had a boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little role-playing we do. God, I hope she's not listening to this She probably is. Thank she's God like, she I can't wait to listen to what my man is talking about. <laughs> That's not what she sounds like at all. Yeah, I was like, Jenna why is she a, uh, does not, a designing woman does all of a sudden? Does not have... Uh, That's an right. accent like that. I'm dating Delta Burke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ghostbusters, what do you want? <laughs> that's not Delta Burke. I know, but she's from that show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's Annie right. She Potts. was in that yes, show. Yes, thank you. I totally forgot. Uh, wow, that was fun. Wasn't the guy from Mannequin in that show, too? Yeah. Was uh, he the black guy? Mackay Pfeiffer. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no movie. It's no <laughs> Mackay Pfeiffer. What is his name? It's something like that. It's me- Michonne. Michonne. Taylor. Yeah, maybe that's it. Mishon Taylor? Yeah. Did I just pull that out of my ass? I think you did. Uh, Jenna you made a boo-boo. A boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because he's black? <laughs> Jesus, Joel. Wait, what? What? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, All right, so cut this, part out, this week we are leading up to what's supposed to be the greatest <laughs> Marvel movie <laughs> since the last greatest <laughs> Marvel movie. Right. Uh, we're talking about, uh, well, we're not going to be talking about it, but we're in honor of Captain America's Civil War. Yeah. What's so civil about war anyway? <laughs> Look at the young men fighting. What is it good for? Look at the children crying. Absolutely that's, nothing. That's, that's the Guns N' Roses song. I know, I'm doing a mashup. I don't need your civil war. Do you think they're going to fit that song in here somewhere? You just sang that like uh, Monkey Wrench from Foo Fighters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't don't, don't want to be don't. your monkey. God, Dave Grohl, man. Oh, that guy. He can't do any wrong. I want to be. Well, he can break his legs. <laughs> I want to be in him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to enter him. I want to I want to be in you. I want to be in you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in honor of Captain America Civil War, yeah. we've taken a look back. And I know Jeff and I have talked about this on Afternoon Delight. Uh, and then we also talked about it in our year in review episode, uh, but we're going to talk did a little because we? we haven't talked about it. Jeff and I did that oh, year, the, yes. the, like years best, years ah. worst. Um, we're going to talk about the Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, I, it's hard to believe that just came out in 2015. It seems like such a distant memory. It does seem like a long time ago. Probably were you, because were you I there only with saw us when it. we went to see it. Were you there? Because I know when I went we with Jason, Andrea. They brought the kids. Ultron. Ethan's father came along. It was Sarah and I, John and you Lauren. Know, I don't think I did because uh, I got you know you know my buddy Kevin. We yeah, uh, yeah. we we have a pact. <laughs> that I, if, if you're not married by the time you're forty, <laughs> this, you're gonna fuck. This this Gungan owes me a life debt. <laughs> and we we see every Marvel. Is this true? <laughs> 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 we see, my headphones just flew up. My Which one is Boss Nat? <laughs> <laughs> we role play. We switch every now and then. No, but we have a pa- we see, we see all the Marvel movies together. Oh, that's cool. And uh, yeah, actually, he's uh, he's he's a little upset because I I'm I'm Joe. Uh, you'll find this surprising, but uh, I'm I'm going to Europe again. Yeah. In fact, as you're listening. Listening to this listener, I will be across the pond, as they say. Yeah, um, doing doing the things that in, Europeans in, in, do in, in Turkey. Not Turkey uh, isn't across the pond. Across the pond is England. Yeah, right. No, we're not. We're not going to Turkey. 
Where are you going? Well, I thought you were going. You like, are going to Turkey. Though. No, no, no. I'm going to uh, Czech Czech Republic. You're going to. Czech. I love that stuff <laughs> with the pretzels <laughs> <laughs> and those dark cookie. I don't know what that stuff is, but it's so good. It's uh, uh what is that? I don't know what it is. Either. It's like bread pepperoni. What's in an Oreo? Fun. We were talking about that the other day. <laughs> It's just like you don't want to know. Sure, oh like powdered French semen. Anyway, <laughs> just put on a cookie. Wee oui, wee. Oui. What are they? Did you see John Oliver did this thing about Oreos and apparently they have like a root beer Oreo now? Ooh, what, yeah. What exactly. part is flavored root beer? It's, the cream on the inside. I think it's the cream cookie. on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so you're gonna go. You're going to Europe. So going to Europe. So this movie will already be in theaters by the time, uh, it, like, it's released while we're over there. Yeah. And I, I didn't threaten, but I was like, oh, you yeah, know, Jen and I were talking. We got a layover in London uh, on the day that it's released. We might, uh, we might just take in, take you guys, in. Uh, you should. Right? Wouldn't that be cool to yeah. see an American movie? In a, I think we're gonna see like an American band in a in a in another country, which just kind of makes it feel foreign, who, even though the Toadies. No, <laughs> no. Bell and Sebastian. Uh, I'm not quite sure who. Yet, um, to, t- is it TV, the who? Because they're not an American band. Oh no, no, that's a good point. We're no. an American band. <laughs> but uh, We're when coming I, to when your I, town. When I mentioned to him that uh, we we might be seeing it over there, he was he was crestfallen. Why? Be- because we have this pact. Just, just have him. You know what? When he hmm. goes to see it, mm-hmm. you Skype in. Oh, <gasps> uh, he would have to see it at like four a.m. <laughs> because of the time difference. <laughs> wake well, up. Is he your friend? Wake up. You want to do? <laughs> I don't think you trust in my self-righteous suicide. Oh my God! Somebody posted on uh, uh, Facebook. There's a parrot uh, who sings. Uh, what was? Uh, let the let the bodies hit the floor. What? And there's a parrot who, I guess, his owner uh, is a big fan of that song and plays of a lot. Drowning pool. To, to where the, uh, the he must live here. The parrot now. Yeah, he must live. I was here. gonna say that does there, sound like a very. There no, and I, I'm sorry. All respect to the memory of Dave Williams, mm. but like. <laughs> Drowning pool fucking annoys the shit out of me. And because I, when I was working as the promotions director for the Eagle, like we'd go work events and those fucking guys would just show up like uninvited. They'd show up and just mill around the table until like Cindy Skull saw them or one of the other DJs. And they'd be like, <laughs> like trying to get some airtime. <laughs> I'm like, just fucking go away, CJ. Fucking, I know that's one of their this names. This is a very personal story. Yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like them as people. I don't. If you're listening to this and you're friends with Drowning Pool, fuck them. You should stop being friends you with them. You should stop being friends with you them should. because they suck. Yeah. 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 So, um, something, Age of Ultron. <laughs> speaking of things that sucked, uh, Age of Ultron. Actually, no, it doesn't suck. No. It's just compared to the greatness that, because Marvel have been running uh, un un. An unbroken streak. Yeah, I guess I they should, had, should they say right. They had a right? good. They had a good run, and each film was successively better than the last. This is true, right? Uh huh. And and the thing is, we had some really good stuff in Phase Two. Mm-hmm. You had Captain America: Winter Soldier. You had Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, uh, it was Iron Man three. It was kind of bleh. yeah. Um, what else was in but Phase Two? It was still two? Iron Man. Phase Two was Phase Two: Dark World, Thor: The Dark World. Yes. Yeah. It I'm was. not a big fan of the Thor movies. No. Uh, but Ant Man was in phase two. I, I liked Ant Man okay. I guess so. Yeah, Ant Man Ant Man was better than it had to be. Yeah. I'll say that. Um but but I felt like the quality of their their you know, I I feel like Iron Man was kind of their I don't know how how else would I say this? Would I say that this is that Iron Man was their flagship? And it, I feel it kind like of was. the quality of their flagship property has kind of gone downhill. Yes. Um, meanwhile, you've got the Captain America movies that kind of keep improving their game. 
Uh, but I had a lot of high hopes going into Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. like that they were really going to propel the story. We talked about this in last week's podcast, where you're not really into the Infinity Gauntlet storylines. It's just like I don't know. They've been they've been uh, teasing us for what feels like a dozen movies now. With yeah. oh, these Infinity Stones are all going to come together. How many times have we seen Thanos in a post credit sequence? I, they still haven't fucking shown. He's been in Guardians of the Galaxy more than he's been in any of the the yeah. flagship properties, as yeah. you call well, them. Well, because he fits. He's kind of a galactic character. So he fits being in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. But like they teased him at the end of the first Avengers movie. Yes, they did. And here we are, four years later. That tease, though, I feel like that tease was a test to see if people would be interested in an Infinity Gauntlet storyline. But I feel like if the fans didn't react the way that they did about it, they probably would have let it go and gone with. Is that why we haven't gotten a Howard the Duck Greenlight movie? I think so. Uh, Yeah, nobody was nobody was psyched about. I would love to see them try a Howard the Duck, almost in the vein like, and not, and I know with Deadpool it was because it's a different studio, Mm. but they still managed to tie it into the MCU, right? Somehow, you know, and they're going to do the same thing more deliberately with Spider Man. You know, Spider Man Homecoming Mm -hmm. is going to tie into the MCU, which I think is fantastic. Exciting. Uh, it's it's fantastic. It's spectacular, even and amazing. <laughs> spectacular, spectacular. <laughs> That's that that first like twenty thirty minutes of Moulin Rouge that I feel like I I need to get off this cocaine Dude, trip. Every first fifty minutes of a Baz Luhrmann film, like yeah. I, I almost walk out. I almost walked out of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, um, they well, showed that at, at Draft House just recently. Yeah, I saw that. And I mean, I didn't see it, but I we saw were, that they were. I, I, and I agree with you. Like the very beginning, it's like you know you start off and you've got this two houses both alike and in this really cool like scroll and then the story starts and everything moves at such a fast pace Ooh, it's yeah you got to get into Baz Luhrmann world it's, it's once and the thing is this is how Baz Luhrmann works in a few of his movies mm-hmm. where it starts off really frantic and then everything kind of culminates in a party scene some kind of a yeah. party or gathering or a show and then once we get there things slow down yes and we find our pace mm-hmm. as we get to know our protagonist yes then from that point on, it's fucking poetry. Yeah, absolutely. His movies are fucking poetry, except for Australia. But Never saw it. <laughs> oh, God. For that reason. That movie doesn't know what it wants to be. Oh, yeah. It has no idea what it How is. How much blame can we put on Nicole Kidman? Uh, you could probably put at least 20% blame on Nicole Kidman. Who gets the rest? Baz? Uh, every, every, yeah, Baz gets the rest of it. Mm. Because it starts off and it's like this like swept up, far and away kind of love story. Mm. Then it turns into City Slickers. Where what? it's like, we got to get this cattle across Australia. What? Really? <laughs> yes. Huh. Yeah, it was It was disappointing. Much like Avengers Age of Ultron. You know, okay, was it? Oh, oh yes. It disappointing was a disappointment in the sense that we all had high expectations. Again, we've been riding high from all the other Marvel movies. A tall order that it, this film had. It didn't do much to progress the story forward. It, Whereas the it felt first, like a middle The part. first Avengers movie... Like, it took all those characters that we had established in the fra- in phase one, mm-hmm. it took all those characters, and it leapt forward. Like, this is the culture now. This yeah. is the way things are going to be. We've set up that, like, New York City was almost fucking, the world was almost destroyed, and it was saved by these people. Right. And then we go into phase two, and you've got Iron Man, but he really didn't do anything with any of the other Avengers. Sure. You had Thor the Dark World. Didn't really do much with the other Avengers, but it started up, you know, one of the other Infinity Stones. Right. Guardians of the Galaxy, which mm-hmm. was the best Star Wars movie <laughs> up until Star Wars The Force Awakens yeah. came out, at least the most modern. Um, and then you had Captain America uh, Winter Soldier, which really, it, it, it set things forward for that character. Yeah. It's really hard to go from Avengers, where you've created a team now, 
and they have that cool team dynamic that Joss Whedon set up. Yeah. You know, it's re- he did a really great job setting everybody up, making all these characters identifiable, likable. Uh, even the villain with Loki, making him identifiable. If anything, that was one of the shining points of Thor The Dark World, that we got to see a follow-up on what's going yeah. on with the Loki character. Mm-hmm. Then we get to Age of Ultron, and it's almost like someone hit the fucking reset button. It's it's, it's a side story. It's yeah. a side story when we should be progressing, like you said, let's let's take it to the next level. W- yeah. What are these characters doing now? Where's the conflict? Everything felt like a setup. In fact, w- watching it again, it felt like a setup for Civil War, yeah. which is basically... it's. I know it's called Captain America, but, but it looks like it's more. It's fucking like Avengers Civil War Part Three. The Avengers, yeah, yeah. Fact, didn't they say there's like something like sixty superheroes in this movie? Or there's, is that the next one coming? There, out? I think it's going to be the next one coming okay, out. There's a shit ton. I still hear there's a lot of them, but it, there are a lot in Captain America: Civil War. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, why not make that Avengers too? Yeah, yeah. You this seems just unnecessary. Let this be a side story. Let this be like uh, Iron Man Four. Yeah. Because this was an Iron Man story. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Because it started out, it, it, yeah, it's yeah. mostly yeah. about Iron Man or Tony Stark That's and true. Bruce Banner creating this thing, creating this, this, uh, uh, you know, going forward with Jarvis mm-hmm. and trying to create something so artificial that way intelligence. artificial intelligence, so they don't have to put themselves in danger mm-hmm. anymore. These things can be the peacekeepers around the world. And I and the thing is, like you just said, it was putting things in place for civil war. That like you know, Tony Stark thinks there should be a uniform thing that like that's right. that's taking care of everything. They even have their their talk when they're at the the fucking point in this movie when they go to a, <laughs> they go to Hawkeye's fucking cabin where Linda Cardellini's fucking hanging out. And that's another issue that I take with this movie. It stops down at a really inopportune time. I I, I don't I don't mind the or pacing. Inappropriate, we, we we needed a breather because up, up until that point we you know we open on a huge action sequence. Uh, and then about halfway through the movie we have another one and it, it's getting a little exhausting. So I the, my favorite parts of these films are are the character moments yeah. where we get to see them interact and we get to see the the philosophy. Uh, and then it's like they tried to take the first Avengers where you had those really good fight sequences between Captain America and Iron Man yeah. or Iron Man and Thor. Like, those were cool. Like, as they were fighting each other, trying to learn how to be a team, and then it culminates at the end, the fight in New York City. Yes. Because those fights all had a reason. They all had a point. They were building up to something. Like, you're going to laugh, like a wrestling match. A really <laughs> good wrestling match tells a story. And that's what they were doing in the Avengers. They were telling a story leading up to the very end. In Age of Ultron, it was just independent set piece, yeah. independent action set piece, yep. independent action set piece, and then independent action set piece at the end. Uh, they basically retread all the territory they tread in the first Avengers yes, movie. Yes, thank you. And and by the by the end of the movie, everything has to be ratcheted up a little bit. Like you said, you know, the, we're having a, a a huge battle in New York City at the end of the first one. Well, this one we're taking another city, a fictional city, yeah, I guess. I think so yeah, I tried to Google Sokovia. Yeah, I don't think there really is. I think it's an actual I think that's a disease. (laughs) (laughs) Got got type 2 Sokovia? Sokovia, yeah. Um, Makes me pee red. (laughs) (laughs) It's called the Deadpool. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But um, it it just felt like more of the same. And I I feel like the philosophy going into it was, well, we'll just do everything we did, but we'll do it more. The action scene, if it was 15 minutes in the last one, it's going to be 20 minutes. If there were 12 characters in the last one, we're going to put 20 in this one. More does not equal... Better. And the problem is, lying deep within this movie is a really good plot about reliance on technology and how it cuts yes. us off from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Joss Whedon, in, in fact, there was an interview that just came out, I think it was today. I just read that today. There was an interview about like how he was disappointed. He walked away from 
uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, and he was disappointed, and he felt like he had let himself down creatively, that he was exhausted working on it, that he had conflicts with the Marvel people, yep. which apparently is... Not the first time we've heard know, that. Yeah, and it's going to happen when you're trying to... And going back to the Infinity Gauntlet, when mm-hmm. you're trying to make everything feed into another overall story, mm-hmm. y- you're going to make somebody sacrifice some of their artistry to do that. Unless you're the Russo brothers. Somehow, they, <sighs> they make it work. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's so very apparent in Age of Ultron that this is a movie that was just meant to set something up later. Well, and like you said earlier, um, in the original Avengers, all of these characters, we now get to see them interact. They have great scenes together. Yeah. Um, the, the dynamic, they're playing off of each other. This one, I feel like they started to break apart again. Yeah. We have Thor wanders off to go find fucking... To go swim in a pool. Exactly, for <laughs> half a scene. Yeah. Uh, and every, Yeah, and like you said, now we have uh, Jeremy Renner's family that he's uh-huh. been hit, hitting... He's got fucking kids. He's off the grid. Never alluded to before. Never, no. like, is this... Are we... Is that how it was in the comics? No. Okay. It sure wasn't. Because it, it, it's kind of a stretch. And now all of a sudden, oh, hey, Aunt Nat is here. Everybody <laughs> fucking knows the Black Widow. I know, right? She knows. What? Wait, you you, no. you let this international assassin, like, hang out with your kids? And then fucking Sam Jackson just shows up at their house? Oh, yeah, I know. You're like, like, What's in your wallet? <laughs> you know what it's like? It was like that uh, that episode from Lost. Where all of a sudden they introduced new characters who you were supposed to, act, who you were supposed to have like known the entire time. Yeah, exactly, and they're interacting with like Jack and, and yeah. what's what's what her name, like, Evangeline Lilly's uh, character, Kate, 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 and Jack. And it was, it was like, like Jose and like yeah. Ma- Matilda. Yeah. Like I can't remember, but those two characters that didn't last at all. They didn't make it the in, the to the end of their own episode. No, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but it's like wh- why that was unnecessary, and it, it you're right, it didn't expand, it didn't build on, and it just kind of felt tedious. Yeah. And to what end? Like, this this felt like a side story when, at this point, everybody just wants, let's get to the let's fucking Infinity Wars. Like let's that's, get to the, Thanos. That's what this is, the event movie, the Avengers. Like, everything is supposed to lead up to the Avengers. And, where, and that's where some, you know, a lot of questions get answered, and then a new big question gets presented. Like, that's kind of the, that's the... Uh, the the formula for it, and mm-hmm. it worked for Phase One. For Phase Two, it fizzled. You know, Avengers is not your movie that you want to have fizzle out. Yeah. Uh, and I think that it, it all boils down to trying to throw too many Easter eggs in there, too many things that later in other movies you'll go, pay off. oh, because they had the you know they found the vibranium, this vibranium metal that da 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 da. That whole and, side story. You know, and that's what Ultron's made out of, and da da da. And vibranium comes from Wakanda. Who's the king of Wakanda? The Black Panther. <laughs> you Guys, know spoiler alert, that's what's going to happen in, in Civil War. And we also, th- that scene, <laughs> there's that scene where uh, they have no, they can't research because the, the system's down, they can't go through the, the, system. the system. Is, is down. down. <laughs> that system is down. <laughs> so they're all the Avengers are flipping through like files and paperwork, which is exactly what I want to see in my comic exciting. book superhero movie. Your by event the way, team your superhero movie, and they all just kind of go down this path and and conclude that oh well, um, fucking what's Gollum's name? I can't. Oh, Ahab. No, the, yes. That's his. That's the character, though. Is no, but I mean the, the, the actor. Who was oh, the actor? Oh, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. All of a sudden, who one armed Andy Circus has who this shows for for five minutes has unobtainium that we have to go <laughs> steal from him. It's vibranium. But they anyway, whatever. <clears throat> they make vibrators out of. Yeah, they do. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> they come to this conclusion very quickly because somebody found. <laughs> 
Sorry. Somebody finds a file. And I love doing like, my impressions. Oh, this is where we have to go. We have to go. And then all of a sudden we're here. Yeah. And it reminded me, we were talking last week on- um, Oh, Pineapple Express. About Pineapple Express. <laughs> he found a joint. Yeah, it's Pineapple Express, and he only sold it to you, so that means he's going to find me <laughs> through you. Like my, you sound like Floyd from the Muppet <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> there we go. Still, it was no, a little better. Nope, no, wasn't it any better? It wasn't. All right. No, nope. I'll, I'll work on it all right. for next episode. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. We're talking about Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Um, so I, I, I didn't buy the motivations a lot mm. in this film. Uh, and everything felt like it didn't it didn't serve the character, it served the story. Yeah. I think one of the problems of this movie, and I, well, I think one of the problems this movie had to suffer from is the fact that we had Wanda and, and Pietro, Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch, we had these two characters, and the only time we'd seen them before this was as babies, right? In Captain America, at the end of oh, Captain America, right. Winter Soldier, they had that. Uh, they they had that one scene. They weren't really babies, weren't they? They were they were children. Yeah. They were basically they children. Were locked away. So now suddenly the wheels are in motion, and ah, <laughs> hi, <laughs> ready to sail any ocean. You almost spit that fucking I really coke did. on your iPad. On my new iPad. Uh, all right, so now suddenly they're adults. And, like, we really don't get enough development before we even meet them again. And I know, like, part of this movie is getting the development of the characters. To me, it's not enough. It wasn't enough. They just kind of show up. And, all right, you know, here's Wanda and Pietro. And mm-hmm. what the fuck? They have you some know? sort of what? weird sexual tension going on it, between yeah, them, they even do have, their brother and sister. They do have that weird tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, they're following Ultron, you know, they, yeah. he, because... Fuck the infidels or whatever. Right? Yeah. Uh, who I think David uh, David Spader. What's his name? James Spader. David. <laughs> David it was David, David Spade. Spade. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hey, I'm Ultron. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> There's somebody else who becomes a villain after ten years. They're called doctors. And <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> so so no. They you got James James Spader. <laughs> I'm not. I'm now. I'm gonna fuck it up the rest of this episode. Uh, James Spader as Ultron, who's fantastic. I love that choice. Maybe a little too much like Loki. Like we've made our our marquee yeah. villain a well, little too snarky, but, like Loki was. But that's that's what Joss Whedon does. Yeah, like that's his all, all of the villains and all of his properties. They're they're charmingly, um, yeah, villainous. This is true. This is true. But I think that. I, even though that's his bit, yeah, it wasn't. I don't think it was appropriate here. And again, was not like that in the comics, right? He was no, he wasn't snarky in the comics. He was more menacing. He was a little more menacing. Uh, and the thing is, I really thought they were going to try to tie this into Ant Man because mm. Ultron was actually originally created by Hank Pym. That's right. Uh, and so I thought, wow, this is going to be cool, kind of a natural thing. And everybody was like, well, all right, so who's supposed to be the villain in uh, in in Ant Man? It looks like Yellow Jacket. And the thing was like. Yellow Jacket originally was a cyborg oh, that was Ultron. Right. So I'm like, ooh, is this going to tie in somehow to this thing? And it didn't. Nope. It, it, it didn't at all. It was a little disappointing that basically the villain fight and the villain motivations in Ant-Man were exactly ripped from Iron Man. That it yes. was a rival scientist. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, we're kind of cannibalizing ourselves a little too soon here, mm-hmm. Marvel. Uses a technology for, for evil for, instead of good. For the evil. End. Evil. The, the fruits of the devil. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, bad accents and a Scarlet Witch. Oh, God. Uh, she she kind of came in and out of that accent like uh, Kevin Costner did yeah. in Robin Hood. Yeah, she did. Uh, I love her as an actress. I, think I she's do, too. Great. I think she's really I good. She's re- better than her sisters. Uh, I, know, I think so, too. She really owned that character. Um but there are some scenes there where no accent. 
Speaking of scenes with her, though. Yeah. We have one scene in this movie, and it comes very fucking late, where it sums up like the spirit of a hero, and it comes far too late in this movie. It's so powerful to me. It's a really powerful sequence. Uh, and it's the scene with Hawkeye. Hawkeye, and yes. And she's scared. I love that. And he's like, you know, I got guys who are like, you know, covered in, in armor. Yeah. You got a, a super soldier We're from fighting World robots. War II. We're fighting robots. I have a bow and I arrow. I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes any exactly. sense. Exactly. Which I think is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, call and it I, out. I really wish that they had followed that line a little bit more. Like the journey of the hero mm-hmm. is it's what Hawkeye kind of embodies at that moment mm-hmm. is that hero's journey that no matter how big nor, nor how small, your choices matter. Also, interesting in, in, in a film this large, I, I'm okay with, with, with introducing more characters. That's fine. Yeah. There's probably way too many in this film that n- n- need to be yeah. because it's this, this juggling act we've got these plates spinning and you're trying to uh, oh there's oh, too many he, he's doing this over here but then don't forget about this character from this movie it's, and it's Spider-Man 3 syndrome where yeah. you have too many characters that you're fitting in at once but I get it if you want to introduce some new characters that's fine I'm sure they're going to play a role we're going to see more of the Scarlet Witch but unfortunately we won't see any more of Quicksilver not of Quicksilver it, oh dude did you see the meme no of like okay so it's just this artist rendering and it's like this is how the flag stops bullets and it shows somebody shooting a bullet or shooting a gun and he runs out in front of it and just catches it in midair and said this is how Quicksilver catches bullets and it's his dead body (laughs) bullet hole ridden body (laughs) on the ground but he saved Hawkeye and his sister no it wasn't even his sister it was like a little baby or something yeah he saved yeah he saved the baby Uh, which I felt like was a needless loss like we didn't need to do it and he'll probably come back what dude it's comic books he'll come back actually I think that actor was only signed on to play Aaron Johnson yeah because of the whole Fox versus Marvel slash Disney thing that's right because X-Men had Quicksilver in Days of Future Past Mm -hmm. who was actually used a lot better in that movie than they they did in this and he's coming back in that sequel yeah I'm I'm still on the fence about this movie about Apocalypse It feels like they've rebooted everything, and they were on the right track with and Days of then, Future Past, yeah. and now they've just got right back into the mess. Where but, it's like we're going to introduce all this ridiculous shit. You're right back in the mess. Again. They need another like after Days of Future Past. What they needed is like a more intimate kind of X Men story. Yeah, fighting persecution. You know, mutant persecution. They Agreed. need to get back to that. This is too big. And stop, stop it with like the now. Here's N Sabanur. I'm the first mutant, and I have the four horsemen of the apocalypse. No, 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 no. Bring it down. Yes. You know, bring it back. Cause Thank what, you. What Days of Future Past in the comic books was, uh, it was a little bit... It, okay, so Days of Future Past was actually about Kitty Pride coming back right. in time and Senator Kelly Gotta trying to... get back in, in time. time. <laughs> Senator Kelly trying to pass the Anti-Mutant Registration Act or whatever. Easy for you Or the say. Mutant Registration Act. And, uh, and, and the whole, uh, the Brotherhood trying to assassinate him and the thing was, the assassination of Robert Kelly like kickstarted all this anti-mutant uh, sentiment. sentiment. And so she needed to stop that. Mm-hmm. And so it culminated into this battle between the X-Men and the Brotherhood with Mystique leading the Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's a really cool story, but it's it, at its core, it's very intimate. It's about trying to change things, making different choices, and how you've, you know, you, you've got to make a choice. Um it's what they need. That's that's the X Men movie we, we need right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah uh, that we deserve, but it's not it's not the one we're gonna get. Uh, so that's that's all. I feel like we can't. I know there's this feel like we need to top ourselves. We need to keep that's topping what, what we do. But there are other ways. It's not just action sequences. We don't just have to top, Thank you. top ourselves with a quality of Dude, story. This is the problem that Star Trek has. Uh, it's done it 
in well usually it does it mostly in film but it's yeah. done in the tv before but they're doing it again in the film yeah. like part two did not need to can we get through a star trek movie where the enterprise does not explode exactly. or run into something okay. apparently not well we talked about this with jason cox because we talked about that teaser trailer that they released yeah and i had asked i was like are we ever going to get a star trek movie again where they're just like exploring in space yeah. like they that the ship doesn't get destroyed they land on a on a, on a you know, new planet, yeah. and there's and something they, that happens there, but we we don't have to lose the ship. Right. They lose the ship all the time yeah. now. Why would they even build new ones and give them to the same crew? <laughs> the same crew, <laughs> be like, you know yeah. what? You're you're over two. Strikes. You're over two on Enterprise. I love that. Right I love the Starfleet st- three strikes rule. <laughs> hey, here's an idea. Maybe we don't call it the Enterprise anymore. <laughs> we don't build ships and call them Titanic. <laughs> For the very reason. <laughs> Maybe they should with this next one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the the, the Starship SS, Titanic. The Starship Glass Jaw. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. Because it's like you fucking, you, you, you run that shit into like a meteorite and it's fucking gone. Yep. Uh, so getting back to Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron did the same thing. Yeah. Everything was supposed to be bigger and more characters and that makes it better, but it, it, it does didn't, not, unfortunately. Because you ended up dividing your focus uh, and... And you touched on something when you talked about how they added more characters in this movie. If you're going to add some characters in, you need to consider maybe taking some out. Like, yeah, maybe we don't have War Machine, or maybe we don't have Maria he Hill show was up. Unnecessary. Or, yeah, who's Maria Hill? Maria Hill. That's the Kobe Smulders character. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we don't have her show up. Maybe we don't have Nick Fury come back. Yeah. You know, maybe we didn't need that. Maybe it would have been a little more poignant if Nick Fury doesn't show back up until Civil War. That would have been a nice reveal. And then it's like, hey, motherfuckers, what's in your wallet? <laughs> I'm going to keep doing that. Uh, but just to, to save that, keep that in your pocket. Because when you throw Nick Fury into a movie like this, it's too much. He didn't, and he didn't do anything. No, he, he, was, he was Obi-Wan. No purpose. He was Obi-Wan Kenobi in The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, pretty much. Where he's like, you couldn't teach him. <laughs> or whatever. I Was I any different at his age? <coughs> Uh, so was I, if you remember. If you remember. Too old. Too old. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, and it's for these reasons that Age of Ultron ended up being kind of a disappointment. Yeah. You know, you, you've got someone like Joss Whedon at the helm who's proven time and time again with Serenity, with this, with, even with some of his other work that he's just did some writing jobs on, how he can write for a group of individual characters with different personalities. I mean, God, look at what his treatment was for Toy Story. What he did with Toy Story That's right. was really good. And he he created those personalities. Uh, and what he did with Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. over, over the years, you know, the man knows how to create ensemble pieces. That's not a problem for him. Look at what he wrote for uh, his X-Men run. was fucking... Uh, uh, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, so when you go back and you look at this movie... It's it's a real letdown. It's a real letdown because it's not even like it suffered just to try to throw some fan service in there. Right. It just suffered because there was no real focus. There was I, no focal point. There was no no concentration on we need to push the story along for these characters. And I don't even feel like the action sequences were, were up to par. Joss Whedon, I don't think, has ever really been known for great action. No, but, <laughs> but he's thrown in some really good stuff. He's... I mean, you look at the final battle in Firefly or Serenity. Yes, that final battle is really well staged. Um, it's well staged. Maybe not very well. Every, maybe not well I, executed. Well, here's the thing: I I love Joss Whedon. I love his writing, but all of his films still have a bit of a TV made-for-TV feel to them, even even on a larger scale like yeah? this. And I don't know what it is. I I can't quite put my finger on it. You think um, you think he writes? Uh, 
with a cadence. Like I've got to write leading up to a teaser right before the commercial break. I mean, I, oh, that's actually you know that's because not bad. I feel like the first Avengers almost does kind of play that way. That's what and that's what the uh, the Hulkbuster sequence kind of plays out yeah. like for me. Yeah, uh, that, I remember them teasing that in the trailers, and I thought it was going to be maybe in the 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 third act, uh-huh. and and have more consequence than an actual. Well, it has consequences. Lots of people fucking die. Yeah, they do. <laughs> barely in that scene, but it's really just to like that scene could have been um, turned into Scarlet, not Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, <laughs> Black just Widow, just like a, like lulling Hulk out See, of his think Scarlet Johansson. Exactly. Yeah, it was Scarjo. Scarjo. So that uh that relationship. Between Black Widow and Hulk, mm-hmm. um, out of nowhere. Also, much? not in the comics, right? No, yeah, no, 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 no. And I, I don't see it. I don't. I, also, I don't buy it. Just I, in the context of this movie, standing yeah. alone as its own thing, I don't buy it. Why There's have n- they? Why do I don't see the? What is the reason for the connection? That I don't they know. Have? For some reason, they just kind of share it. I don't I, know. I, and I, get, I didn't like it. It's fine if it's mutual attraction, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine with. I always but, thought Hawkeye and uh, Black yeah, Widow because they had that chemistry with mm-hmm, each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they're both. It humans. comes out of nowhere. It seriously comes out of nowhere, and that's one of those things where sometimes it's nice to surprise the audience with something they might not expect. But that's just too. Like the last time those two interacted, like. He was chasing her around the underbelly of the fucking helicarrier. That's right. And almost killed her. And then he shows up in New York and he's like, things got a little scary. Yeah. She's like, we could use a little scary right now. I don't think that's enough to be like, <laughs> I want to fuck you now. Like, this is, this, no, th- th- that's not enough. And even the scenes, like I was saying, I just, I don't buy the sincerity of the scenes, the way they play out where she shows up and she's like, hey, big guy, sun's getting real low. Yeah. Touch my hand. Strokes his hand <laughs> in a loving way, and that's what calms him down. That's what I've calms ne- him down. I've never really been um, clear as far as what the rules with the Hulk is. Are are um, is are is are. Uh, I are it's, smart. It's tricky. <laughs> it's it's tricky. tricky. <laughs> Double negative. I know it's tricky. <laughs> <laughs> like, is he sentient? Is he conscious? Does he? What does he remember? What doesn't he? I mean, he remembers everything, right? He's just not in control. He's not in control. That's that's it. The thing is, there are three phases of the Hulk that okay. I know of. Let's they may it. have changed it, but you've had the original Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, who is just a rage monster, can't control himself, uh, and would like basically Bruce Banner blacks out. Hulk takes over, right? Goes on his own adventures, fights stuff, and then Bruce Banner wakes up fucking somewhere what he doesn't f- yeah, know where he, like he doesn't know how he got bender. there. Then you've got when Bruce became the Gray Hulk. When he became Mister Fix It, uh, and he had the basically he had some intelligence, mm-hmm. but he wasn't as strong. Uh, he was like the Beast from X Men. Yeah, kind of like he he just he 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 dropped a few you know a few muscle pounds. He wasn't as strong, but he had some intelligence, and he became like an enforcer for the mob for mm-hmm. a little while, which was weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he had this weird there there was this weird storyline where this guy this character named Doc Samson went into his mind. And like uh, reconciled hmm. all of the personalities of Bruce Banner, hmm. and so then it, it culminated into this intelligent, all the intelligence, the brilliance of Bruce Banner, in a super strong Hulk body, hmm. and he never changed. He never went from human to to Hulk. That was just how he was. I all like the that. Time. And that, no, I like that Let's one get too. There. That was a really cool one. Uh, so those are the three phases of Hulk. I feel like. What we're getting in the movies started off as the first Hulk rage machine, right? And they're trying to just go straight to, without explaining, explaining. Yeah, he's going to become like the I'm now conscious and I understand what I'm doing. Right here we go. Yeah, 
Uh, I but I don't know because judging by the end of the movie where he like flies off on his yes, own as Hulk, yeah, not as Bruce Banner. So I don't know, man. What are they setting up with that too? By the way, I, I don't know. I, they've said people have thought maybe they're going to do World War Hulk, yeah, uh, or Planet Hulk rather. But there's no way. There's no way they're going to do that movie. There's no way Disney's going to do that movie again because Planet Hulk is basically John Carter. John Carter, that's right. Yeah, so I don't think they're going to do that again. All right. I mean, maybe, maybe I, they will. They I just realized they just replaced Taylor Kitsch with Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> have they? Have they? Yeah, you just re-released the exact same film. <laughs> yes. Do some uh, some CGI effects on it. Yeah. Have the, has he been in the trailers? Hulk? He's not in Civil War, is he? No, I don't think so. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. What is there anyone else we're losing from Age of Ultron that is not besides Ultron besides obviously. Quicksilver? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> no, because because Vision Vision is a, and we haven't even really talked about Vision yeah. Yet. Okay, so let's get to that too. Um, tell me about what that character was like in the comics. In the comics, he was again he was an android. It, it kind of worked out the same way okay. that he was a sentient android. He was uh, basically created in the process of what created Ultron. Okay, so, so then it that's kind along of is kind of the same lines. But he was never Jarvis. He was he was never Jarvis. Okay. It was it was Vision. Um, Why is he called Vision? Because he's got the Infinity Stone. Honestly, on his head. I don't think I don't think he had an Infinity Stone on his head in the comics. That comic. seems odd too. I I could be wrong, but I don't think he originally held an Infinity Stone. Hmm. He would, but he was an android that had human feelings, and he had like this power to like almost like Kitty Pride to phase through things, and uh, but he was living circuitry, and. Eventually, it kicked off a romance with Scarlet Witch. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You think we'll see that in Civil War? I don't know. I thought she'd it, be basically fucking an android, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah. which is no different from, you know, <laughs> most unhappy women, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, That's he, what, he so is he made keeps, of. Keeps those sex shops in business, right? Is he made of vibranium? But, yes, he is actually. There you go. Uh, wow, very good. <laughs> uh, and so, no, that's that's the deal with Vision. Here's my thing with Vision, though. I wasn't impressed. I was, there was a well, big deal when they fir- they released the final yeah. trailer for the movie of like, <gasps> it's here. Vision, he's here. And I think ultimately it kind of fizzled. Well, because you're supposed to, within the matter of like 15 minutes, connect with this character. Yeah, uh, and then they go right into action scene, and he actually has the big. Cl- he he takes out the main villain. He takes out Ultron, and it was it's kind of unsatisfying because I want to see one of the characters I've known throughout these other films uh-huh. that, that I've that I've watched on these adventures. So I'm emotionally invested. I'm not emotionally invested in first of all an android. Second of all, he's he's basically Jarvis. Yeah. He's he's a, a butler who now has a body. Yeah. Um. And we just met him 15 minutes ago. Right. How am I? No. Wouldn't it have been a little bit more meaningful if it was Scarlet Witch that took out Ultron at the end? I well, and then and that scene, she kind of does. Yeah, they cheated it. They had it both did. ways, didn't yeah, they? They did. They had yeah. their cake she takes and they out ate his it heart. too. This is how it feels. <laughs> Moose and squirrel. <laughs> you get Renee Russo from the Rocky and right? Bullwinkle movie. There you go. No, that's right, because she's Thor's mother. That, that's right. They can't do that. What? I forget, yeah, Renee Russo <gasps> Thor's is, mom. She is, isn't yes. she? It's somebody you can make a joke about somebody being in one of these movies, and then you realize, oh, oh shit, no, she plays one of those other movies. characters. Yeah. Eventually, everybody will be in one of these. I still haven't seen the trailer for Doctor Strange. I haven't either, because yeah, I have no emotional connection to it at all. It's kind of like with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Nobody gave a fuck about them. Yeah. Until that movie was starting to come out, and now you're seeing it with Doctor Strange, where people are like, oh, "Holy shit, guys! Fucking Doctor Strange! Fucking Doctor Strange, guys!" Um, Who? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cared that much. If anyone cared that much about fucking Doctor Strange, his comic wouldn't have been canceled like two or three times. Oh, really? Yeah. Aww. So, you know, the the master of the mystic arts isn't exactly all that. I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic movie. 
you know, because if anything, you got Benedict Cumberbatch in this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're leading into some major MCU shit with the Infinity War. Uh, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun setup. And I, I, if it's going to play out the way I think it's going to play out, it's going to have a lot of, you know, kind of snarky, fun moments. Good. I think I think it's going to be something fresh. It's going to be along the lines of, like, what Ant-Man was, mm. where people didn't expect to like it as much as they did. Um, it's it's looking pretty fun. But I just don't know. <laughs> you know, it's going back to that there's so many fucking characters. There's so many. And how are you going to juggle all this? When you eventually get to the end, when you get to phase four. Yeah. And you've got everything set up. How are you going to balance all of this? Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to hit the reset button and start over again, right? Yeah, I've heard tell of that that they're just gonna start. They're just gonna reboot Iron Man and reboot and right after after all the phases are done. Yeah, yeah. Is I there mean, is there a phase five? No, I don't think there's a phase five. But I mean, isn't isn't Robert Downey Jr. done after Civil War? I think so. Yeah. Uh oh. Is, so he, is how, he gonna survive this film? How are we gonna do that? Mm-hmm. Like, because he plays a, a huge part. In the Infinity War, so how 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 do we work that out? How does that happen? Uh, fucking War Machine gonna Spider-Man take Spider Man will do it, dude. Spider Man, <laughs> I love it. Uh, that fucking trailer when they finally revealed him, yeah, and he was like, "Hey guys, I w- love." Were that. you excited? I was super excited. I'm <laughs> as as a comic book fan and knowing like the problems that they're having with all these other properties, yeah. being stuck in you know 20th Century Sony Fox Land. or Universal or mm-hmm. Sony, you know, to see. Spider-Man finally show up in a Marvel Universe property. It's like it's like a homecoming, like the movie, <laughs> the, the the subtitle of the movie. It's a homecoming. It's this is where he belongs. Spider-Man. I mean, for the longest time, Joel, if you bought a comic at a comic book shop, like if you oh, buy yeah. comics oh, yeah. at a comic shop, they don't have the barcode. Barcode always means that like you. Well, for the longest time, it meant that you bought it at like a grocery store. Mm. If you bought comics at a proper comic shop, though, that barcode box always had a Spider-Man head in it. That's right. And Spider-Man, like, when they had, like, Marvel TV properties, like Transformers, the end of Transformers or the end of G.I. Joe, you saw a quick little Marvel logo with Spider-Man jumping. Spider-Man was the face of Marvel Comics. good point. And almost as much as Superman is the face of DC Comics. Yeah. And so for Spider-Man not to belong to Marvel, for them to use him in these stories, man, that's fucking heartbreaking. So to see him show up in this trailer Mm. is like... Thank you. You know, thank you for giving him back to us. You know, this is this is great. I'm glad that they worked with them on this. I wish we could do that with the X-Men. I wish we could see Hugh Jackman in one of these MCU movies. There, yeah, he does want to uh, to, to be... Uh, who, did, who did he want to battle? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I was I don't just know. reading about that today. But, but Hugh, Hugh Jackman would love to it. It would that. be fucking amazing. It would be so... Give that to the fans. Let us have this. We've waited so long. So, yeah, to me, that's a big deal. I was really excited about Spider-Man showing up. Um, <laughs> sorry to take twenty minutes to answer your. No, it's okay. Question. Well, I mean, there's there's not much to talk about Age of Ultron. Uh, we 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 jump from action scene to ac- action scene. The storyline is tenuous when they're when we're not sitting around a kitchen table, you know, p- petting uh, Hawkeye's kids. Yeah, we're we're off doing our own different things, and then it's another action scene, and it's it's a lot more of the same stuff we've seen before. I never thought I would get tired of watching Captain America just like toss his shield and kill some robots. It got a little taxing. Uh, at the end of the first movie, when we're just watching him destroy these disposable robots, yeah. So maybe that's what it is. The setting is too familiar. It wasn't exotic enough. It uh-huh. just it felt like an extension of the first Avengers, and I was hoping for something fresher. Yeah, uh, well, especially when you set something up like with Guardians of the Galaxy, you almost hope that like, ooh, are we going to go somewhere? And I think maybe that's the problem is that you had something as successful as Guardians of the Galaxy that traveled to like multiple different like multiple locations. Mm-hmm. 
And that Age of Ultron just felt a little too grounded after that. Yeah. Uh, Redundant. They they set the bar too high with Guardians, especially with... I mean, I'll keep coming back to that. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy is, to me, it was 2014, 2015's uh, Scott Pilgrim. Like, it was that yeah. movie that was like, holy shit, you it's know? It's fun this, to watch. It's so fun. Like, every time you watch it, it's a blast to watch. I never get tired of seeing it. The character interactions are fun. I mean, it's not the same story. It's not the same movie as Scott Pilgrim. But to me, it had that same feeling. Like, I, I can go into it, and I can watch it any time. When you set the bar that high, man, that's tough. That's tough. Even, like, you know, Ant-Man didn't reach that, but mm-hmm. it was still a fun movie. But then you got to Age of Ultron, and uh, like you said, and you said it two or three times now, tedious. <laughs> tedious is the word. It didn't feel like a fun adventure. It didn't feel like, you know, we were invited along. It felt like we were just kind of forced to watch these things happen. I agree. Um, all right. That's, I mean, do you have any other that notes? That's the extent of my notes, man. All right. So what did Avengers Age of Ultron do right? Uh, you know, I was kind of dogging the action scenes earlier, but uh, as I was watching, I was kind of marveling, no pun intended, <laughs> at... Uh, they always fit that into one of their movies, uh, too. Yeah, right. Uh, along with Stan Lee, who has yeah. a great little scene oh, there at God, the beginning. Yes. Um, actually, th- that's a nice scene at the beginning, when they're all kind of at the party and uh-huh. that... When they're trying to pick up Thor's hammer, yes. and when Cap goes to do it, it, it moves. almost does it. And Thor was like, "Well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on now." Um, yeah, and then it just kind of plateaued from yeah. there. Um, but watching the the action scenes again and the effects, man, they're seamless, man. Yeah, it's gotten really good. And when you think of the, about the amount of time and money that is pumped into these films, it's two and a half hours of like. There's not a shot in this film that doesn't have a special effect. Yeah, in it. and it's it's they've gotten. They're at the top of their game. That's uh-huh. what I'm, so I'm going to say. The, the effects. Yeah. Okay. What I think Avengers Age of Ultron did right is the uh, James Spader as Ultron. <gasps> I really great. I like that. I wish they made him a little more sinister and a little less snarky. Yeah. But, I mean, his performance was really good. Um, I just, you know, yeah. I think, honestly, that's probably the best thing that this movie did, the thing that stuck with me the most. That and some of the dialogue, some of these character moments, like I said, the Hawkeye scene, really fucking powerful for me. It was really good, but... Other than that, it was just kind of more of the same. What did Age of Ultron do wrong? Uh, it's hard to pick one thing. Um, it's, it's, it's just, it's kind of blasé. Um, ah, gosh. All right. What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Well, let's go, let's go to that uh, Black Widow-Hulk yeah. relationship. Hey, that, big guy. It, it felt forced um, and out of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, maybe they can do something with it to endear us, but it, it didn't feel gr- organic. It didn't feel no. uh, like a natural extension of no. those characters. I absolutely like agree. We've got this one chick and we've got a bunch of dudes and who's going to hook up with her? Somebody's got to hook up with her. Uh-huh. Can't be Jeremy Renner because apparently he's he's got a he's 401k. Got a and Can't be Captain America because I uh, don't know. Yeah. We need to give him a... Is he gonna have a? Well, well he is. He is. Oh, Do you yeah. remember in Winter Soldier? <laughs> yes. The the blonde that was his neighbor that you found out later was an agent. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, they yeah. get together. Yeah. They, oh, well, I like at her. least in in the comics they do. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, he's just he's gonna find out. I think she's she's related to Peggy Carter. Like she's her her daughter. No. Right yeah. Wait, are you are you are granddaughter? You? Uh, no, that's in the comics. Oh. Like, there's a, an agent Carter <laughs> is Peggy Carter's. That's like a, it's a little creepy. Yeah, isn't that a little weird? Uh, so. I, I'm going to piggyback on what you said this movie did wrong. Mm. Uh, I, I feel like it was, you know. <laughs> that's like it's the, so bad, but we can't even it's, it's, pinpoint it's, what it the, is about that's this That's the film. best I could do. It didn't push anything forward. It yeah. didn't. It just kind of, it, it, it ran its tires, 
You know, it, it just kept running the tires, but it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, Side story. It, it kept stalling out, stalling out, stalling out. It was a very, it was a significant disappointment for me to to walk out of that movie theater and go, wow, well, that's, I feel like I didn't miss anything. You know, I feel like I can skip Age of Ultron and I wouldn't miss anything going into no, Captain America. Yeah, Winter you're right. Or uh, Civil War. Yeah. Uh, all right, so if we were going to redo <laughs> Age of Ultron, how would we do that today? I cannot wait to hear yours because uh, I understand you have, you have a theme. That I went, done, I went huh? with a theme with mine, so you uh, go ahead. I did not, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of do mine piecemeal here. I've got, uh, good God, I've, I've done about a dozen or so. Uh, it's hard. Where do you draw the line here? <laughs> In At- the Alamo, on the ground. <laughs> That's pretty much the only place you can draw a line, and it's significant. Well, I, uh, I, I stopped short of... Um, no, I guess I do have some just characters on go, here that don't. I'm just going to go. All right, so with the new introductions, uh, we had Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch. I really liked her. I'm going to choose uh, an actress who you may not know by name because uh, she is French, but uh, Melanie Laurent, do you know her? From, from Inglorious Bastards. Bastards. Yeah. Uh, she is fantastic. How about her as Scarlet Witch? I love that. I'd say the one thing I liked about Elizabeth Olsen in that role, she really got the hand movements down. She got the hand movements like down. She's doing that Spider-Man she was, thing. She was kind of, I, I found her like... Kind of sexy. I was oh, like, oh, yes, hey. yes. She has a girl next door quality. I, I, I never her. really noticed Elizabeth Olsen until this movie, and I was like, hey there. Well, everywhere you look, there's a heart. There's a somebody heart. who loves you. Everywhere you look. <laughs> everywhere. The Aaron Taylor Johnson, who is uh, this film's Quicksilver, who was quickly uh, demised, <laughs> met his demise. Dispatched. Um, I hate to do it to this guy, but um, I think Joe Golev. See him running around in his speedos, yeah, or maybe on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Premium silver. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson again showing up as I uh, can't remember the character's name now. Help me out here. Uh, as Nick Fury. Fucking Nick Fury. Thank you. I know. Uh, yes, they deserve to die. What about Denzel as hey. uh, Nick Fury? He's black. Don- <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till you hear my Don Cheadle uh, recast, because I'm going to go with uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, speaking of uh, Serenity yeah, uh, and 12 Years of Slave. That's good. Anthony Mackie. Let's just get them all out of the way here. Uh, <laughs> wow. How about how about Will Smith? <laughs> That's right. He's going to be- Fucking Suicide Squad. Oh, what do you think? <coughs> Pardon me. Whoa, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> all choked up over uh, Suicide Squad. I think it looks horrible. Still, yeah, I still interesting. Think it looks so bad because I've the reaction online, or at least uh, in my feed, has been uh, with every uh, breath they take, every every, every step they, they take, um, every trailer that's released, people are like, "Okay, I'm on board." Yeah. And then this last one was like, "Oh, okay, I'm on board." I can't, is is I it just, the Harley Quinn that you can't get I over? I can't get over the Harley Quinn. I, I just, love Harley Quinn. I just in don't. This. I don't like what they're building. I I see the trailer and I don't like what they're building. Maybe I'll dig it a little more. Maybe mm-hmm. after seeing Batman v Superman, but. Mm-hmm. Dong, dong of justice. Those don't even seem like <laughs> they belong in the same universe, which yeah. is odd to me. Okay, because I know Affleck's going to be in Suicide Squad, like as a bit like Batman cameo. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard of that as well. So, um, so it's all in the same universe. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Harley Quinn. Then I promise you fireworks. <laughs> uh, James Spader. Uh, we only heard his voice as Ultron in this movie. You know what? Let me stop down real quick. I'll tell you what I what what it did the worst. This film. <laughs> We're going back. The fact that it's called Age of Ultron. And it was like a weekend. When I think about an age, you think about the golden age. You think about the romantic age. Or decades. Like it's the kind of thing where you you figured Ultron would fucking live at the end of this movie. The age of Ultron. It's the the beginning of the age of Ultron. No, you're right. It was was a hot 72 hours. (laughs) Um, 
So uh, James Spader voiced him in this one, but uh, I think Gary Oldman might do nice uh, a hell of a job as that it. voice. Here we go into the big ones. Could he be the voice that he did from uh, the, the the Fifth Element? I was just going to say where he's got the accent. Well, that's what we're going to do now, Captain America. <laughs> I asked for a, a what is it, a crate with four stones in it. <laughs> Not one or two or three, but four. I love him. Love He's great in that. Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye, Adrian Brody. Nice. Hawk knows Adrian Brody. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, uh, another red-headed ingenue. What? Emma Stone. Oh, nice. Oh, no, God, yeah, Emma, Emma Stone. Stone. She could do that well. Chris Hemsworth. I got a pocket, got a pocket. For a son. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth uh, <laughs> as Thor. What about Carl Urban? Oh, hey, Carl right? Urban. He yeah, be that'd Thor. be great. He's Get him, hunky. He, well, he was basically doing that in Lord of the Rings. He, yes, he kind of was. Da, 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 da. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo? Was that his name? That yeah, that's the Hulk. Mark right. Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, the Hulk. How about, uh, you know a guy named Michael Shannon? Yeah, he was in Premium Rush. He was in Premium Rush, wasn't he? Yes. He was also in The Man of Steel uh-huh. playing uh, Zod. Nice. Michael Shannon. And here we go. Chris Evans, Captain America, uh-huh. Aaron Eckhart. Love it. Two-Face. We've done that. I, f- I feel like this is very Have familiar. We? Like, we've recast this before. Well, do you remember me recasting Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> as Johnny Depp? <laughs> no. America's... Favorite actor. He, he lives in France now. But he's America's man. Um, um, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Amber Heard's husband. That's right. Or beard. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is and that, that's it. Is that it? Those are all my guys. Who's directing this? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I, again, once again, I've failed <laughs> to find a director who can, who jo- can helm this. Judd Apatow. <laughs> who's uh, <laughs> exactly? No, who's somebody who? Um, oh, um, um, uh, who did uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross? Mamet? Yeah, David Mamet. David Mamet, David Mamet's Age Avengers. of Ultron. Hey, at least he's reunited with Chueta Legifor. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, so here insist. we go. Insist. Insist on the move. <laughs> insist. Find the escape. Find the escape. I'm trying you to find the escape. The move. I just need to read off my list. Let's go for all it. All right, so here we go. Wait. You've really built this up, Joe. Uh huh. Buttercup. All right, so there's good. This is there's a theme here, and I'm just going to tell you what it is right off the bat. Aw. What if Avengers: Age of Ultron was made in the 80s? Ooh. Yeah. So oh. we've got. <laughs> oh no! We, we've got James Rhodes, Rhodey, War Machine, yeah. played by Carl Weathers. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> oh shit! Uh, the Falcon, played by Steve James, who you might remember from American Ninja. Oh yes, yes. Ooh, he was Jackson. Like uh, all right, Maria Hill, played by Demi Moore. Ooh, Nick Fury, played by none other than Billy D. I Williams. knew you were gonna do that. Ultron, voiced by Leonard Nimoy slash oh. Orson Welles. <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> From the Transformers movie. Uh, I understand Leonard that. Leonard Nimoy wh- voiced a, uh, some of the final dialogue for Orson Welles after he passed away. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. I was like, wait, he was already Galvatron. Yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, but he did some of the final voices. Uh. Uh, Scarlet Witch, played mm-hmm. by Ali Sheedy. Oh, shit. That'd be great. <laughs> Quicksilver, Anthony Michael Yes. <laughs> Hawkeye is going to be John Cusack. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Bruce Banner. Wait a minute. Judd Nelson. Yes. Playing against type. Fucking there. fantastic. Black Widow, Molly Ringwald. Oh, God. <laughs> so we got That's perfect. Thor, played by Emilio Estevez. <laughs> Tony Stark, played by Rob Lowe. Okay, okay. Yep. And Steve Rogers, because his best buddy's Falcon. Played by Michael Dudikoff, the American Ninja. <laughs> All of this directed by Joel Schumacher. Why Joel Schumacher? Because he directed St. Elmo's Fire. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I was <laughs> All trying right. to find the connection. Dude, that's great. Thank you. Oh, I didn't know we could go different eras. This is going to a different era, oh, man. This opens up everything. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> 
Avengers. <laughs> uh, all right, so if you've got any thoughts about how uh, you would recast Avengers Age of Ultron or if you have any thoughts on how we did it, uh, thoughts on the movie, stuff that we didn't touch on because we kind of went through this fairly quick, mm. uh, you can always talk back to us on Facebook, the search bar, put in the editing bay, find the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's where you could talk back to us. We've also got a website, right, Joel? Sure do. It is uh, editingbay.com. Enter. Go there. Uh, bookmark it. Um, it <laughs> Tune is, in. Log in. Join in. <laughs> it is uh, It is the, the apex of all things uh, Editing Bay, where we've got uh, links to our Facebook page. We have links to our, our Twitter handle, which happens to be at the Editing Bay. Please follow us. We're getting a lot of followers there, so, so keep it up. Uh, what else do we have there? We have some pictures. We have our, all of our past episodes there. We have links to the Next Wave Radio Network, where you can uh, hear about some of our other lovely shows. Show? That's right. You can check out our other shows by going, if you've got an Apple device, uh, go to your podcast app and put in Next Wave Radio. And that's where you can see us. Tap on the editing bay. Give us a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate that. And then... You can check out our other Next Wave radio shows like MVP, the most valuable podcast with Matthew and Danny talking about sports, sports entertainment. Uh, We've also got My Comic Life with Jeff and Sam, where this week they're going to be talking about... Episode one of Game of Thrones. Episode one. Have you guys talked about the Rogue One trailer? No. Are you guys Star Wars fans? Not as much as whoa, whoa, wow. okay, as well, then, never mind. This is did the you, day the friendship ended. Did you then. see the Lego picture that they posted? No. The Lego Rogue One picture? No. Oh, yeah. What is it, that the, the one shot of all the characters? Yeah, the one standing. shot of all the characters, <laughs> with, like, but Lego re- released it. But speaking of Lego, did you see the Lego Batman I movie did trailer? did see the Lego Batman Holy movie trailer. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That looks fucking phenomenal. They should just make those forever and never stop. Oh, yeah, agreed. Um, all right, so leave them some uh, some love as well if you check out the other Next Wave radio shows. If you don't have an Apple device, you can also get us uh, on your Android. You could search the uh, the iTunes library by using the Podcast Addict and Podcast Republic app. Sometimes I don't mention that, but, yeah, make sure if you've got an Android device, you can go ahead and check us out with those. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that pretty much covers everything. What are we going to be watching next week? That's a great question. Yeah, are you even going to be back in town? I might still be abroad. Hey, Jeff, what do you want to watch? (laughs) Something on Netflix. Hey, Uh, (laughs) how about Hot Rod? Oh, no, are you going to do that without me? Oh, you want, okay, you want me to wait? I've never seen Hot Rod. All right, then we'll wait. We'll wait on Hot Rod. Crisis averted. That's wonderful. Uh, then, <laughs> oh, then maybe maybe your... Jeff and I will talk about Last Action Hero. Oh, I've never seen that movie. I want to see that. Oh, my God. Oh, fucker. You can watch that piece of shit. <laughs> Do you want to see Last Action Hero? No, but I will. All right. So we're going to watch Last Action Hero. <laughs> oh, if you're not sorry. back. If you're not back. If okay. Joel's back, we'll do Hot Rod. If not, Last Action Hero. That way the listener knows what they can prepare for. Jeff, thank you so much. Yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. You can be safe in Europe uh, and uh, don't try. get stuck and uh, arrested and put in any Turkish I'll try prisons. not to get sold into sex slavery. <laughs> No promises. Because <laughs> look was at it this. That was coming up with that you would like become a, a well, you, inmate. You, you had a whole. We, we would call it checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> I love that. We need to option that. I know we do. So sell it to part it. of our, our porn industry. <laughs> like, it's not where I was time. going with it. But that's, okay. where, that's where I'm going to go. That's where the money is. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much. We will catch you next week. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.